I'm Jim Cameron, Jim Cameron Consulting, broadcasting from the Fountainhead, the home of Synergy Billing, and I am your host for Volusia Matters, news, interviews, and matters that impact Volusia County directly or indirectly. Now let's get on with some news. Last week, Florida House Speaker Paul Renner announced House Committee assignments, including a pair of new committees. A new select committee on hurricane resiliency and recovery will review state hurricane recovery efforts to ensure that Florida is prepared for future storms. Now, last session, Renner prioritized legislation to expand the number of children who qualify for kid care. The state's subsidized health insurance program for lower income families. So, a new select committee on health innovation is going to be considering health care access and affordability issues. So, it sounds like health care may be a priority item in the upcoming 2024 session. And by the way, House Interim Committee meetings begin next week, September the 18th through the 22nd in Tallahassee. Now moving on to some congressional issues in Washington, with the devastation of Hurricane Adelia and Hawaii's wildfires, Senators Rick Scott and Marco Rubio are calling for passage of their Federal Disaster Responsibility Act, which would provide 16 additional billion dollars towards Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, Disaster Relief Fund. And then also, Florida Congresswoman Kat Kamek has the companion House legislation. Also in Congress, Congressman Michael Waltz is concerned about China's plan to surpass the U.S. by promoting their own alliances in Brazil, Russia, and South Africa. Congressman Waltz also expressed concern about China seeking to sever U.S. relations with Europe, Japan, South Korea, and Australia. He stated that China is seeking to foster relationships in countries in South America, Middle East, South Asia, as well as Africa. So, stay tuned. Now moving on to Volusia local entities, our cities and the county are holding budget hearings later this month as they finalize their numbers for fiscal year 2023-24. Now, so far, the county council have held to their numbers 
at a $1.19 billion total budget, meaning 4.84 mills. But they have one additional hearing next week, September the 19th, 6 p.m. And last week, the school board adopted a $1.38 billion budget with a millage rate of 5.4 mills. However, it should be noted that the school district budget is more so determined by the state legislature. Moving on to the cities, Deltona, which has a population of eh, roughly 97,000, it became a city in 1996 and has had like 15 different city managers in that time frame. Now, last month, our friend Jim Chisholm resigned as Deltona City Manager along with two deputy city managers and planning director. Now, upon that, the city commission appointed Public Works Director Glenn Whitcomb as their interim city manager. And they held a special commission meeting last week whereby they selected residents for a citizens committee and to outline a course of action to acquire a new city manager. Now this new like 14 member or so committee will be overseen by the city manager search firm Baker, Tilly, Birchcow, and Kraus. And a city commission workshop took place last night to also discuss this search process. We have with us Deltona City Commissioner Dana McCool. And we're asking Dana, Dana, if you can give us a report from City Commission workshop last evening. Absolutely. It was a very robust discussion regarding us placing a new city manager. Um, as you know, Deltona has a rich history of city manager turnover, but we are excited for this chapter in our city's uh, history moving forward because we have actually partnered this time with our local constituency. We've committed uh, to doing the very best that we can. And part of that commitment is bringing our constituency aboard. We have a, a citizens committee that will be assisting us in placing that city manager. Uh, and we have some great advice and great help from the very city manager, uh, Carmen Rosmondo. As you know, everybody loves Carmen. He is smart. He is capable. Uh, and good guy. He really, really is. And Glenn, our city manager right now, has been doing an amazing job of getting us through. So last night, we, as a commission, finally gave consensus to send the RFP out for a city manager. And we're really excited about this. We get to start from scratch this time. Well, good. Glad to hear it. Sounds like you had a successful meeting. And I'd like to stay with you to keep updated. Is there anything else coming up in the near future that we need to know about meeting-wise, event-wise? At Deltona, yes, absolutely. We will be continuing the city manager search. We continue storm preparations. As you know, Deltona has become very, very 
cognizant of its need for stormwater so uh, or stormwater management. We have a great team uh, in Glenn and Phyllis Wallace as far as that goes, but we're putting a lot of effort right now into stormwater management because it's been the top of our priority list. Um, and I'm excited also for the city of Deltona. Um, as you know, Jim, I sit on the TPO board also. Uh, so we're having exciting things come through Deltona, our development uh, business-wise. We have um, a couple of businesses looking at moving into Deltona. We are finishing up some projects there at Howland Boulevard and I-4 in the Activity Center. As you know, we've been trying for a long time to get that area built out. And now all of this is coming to fruition. We have our amazing, amazing health partners, uh, Family Health Source, Halifax, and Advent there now, right in that area. So we're just really, really happy about that. Biggest event coming up, Mr. Cameron, which I hope that you can attend, sir, is our Wig Out for Cancer held on September 29th. That is going to be a fundraiser for local, and when I say local, grassroots Volusia-centric cancer support charities. Our two that we have chosen for this year to support is Mission Blue, who provides rides, medication, and other cancer support for underfunded patients. Our second is Childhood Cancer Network, and I believe the foundation, and I believe that you know them and what great work they do in Volusia County. Uh, so join us. It is September 29th at the center from 7 to 10 p.m. Get your wig on. You can register and buy tickets at uh, wigoutforcancer.com. And it's also the night that we launch Guns and Hoses calendar. And that calendar will benefit, the sales will benefit local charities also. The, the Guns and Hoses calendar features Volusia County sheriffs and also Volusia County firefighters. Uh, come get your calendar. You'll be able to order that calendar at that night and after that night at VolusiaGunsAndHoses.com. So we have a lot of great things coming up. Next, Daytona Beach police have heard a growing number of complaints about after hours activity and safety concerns around Seabreeze Boulevard. So, the police department recently opened a new substation on Grandview Avenue, just a block or so off of Seabreeze. And there's been some noise and some petty crime and fights and uh, excessive drinking and even some gun violence or so. So, Chief Jakari Young stated that situating this new facility close to this area, which includes some gentlemen clubs and some other type drinking establishments and bars, and uh, the city is going to hold these businesses accountable for maintaining a safe and responsible environment. Now, in addition to the substation, the city is setting up numerous security cameras in the areas that can be watched at that police substation. Moving on, 
the Ormond Beach Economic Development Department participated in a recent Florida Fame promotional event at Daytona State College. Fame is the Federation for Advanced Manufacturing Education. And this is an apprenticeship program that prepares students for careers in manufacturing. And numerous manufacturers throughout Volusia uh, from the VMA also participated in this event. I think this was also mentioned at that recent uh, Volusia uh, Q2 economic report breakfast. Moving on, uh, relating to Volusia County Schools, the American Federation of State, County, and Municipal Employees, or AXME uh, Union, ratified their contract with the Volusia District with 82% employee members voting yes. Now, AXME represents employees providing uh, transportation, uh, I guess that's bus drivers, and then uh, maintenance and schoolway employees as well as campus advisors. Now, this contract along with the Volusia United Educators or the Teachers Union, that'll go before the school board today, September the 12th, and upon their approval, retro payment dates and a new salary payment dates will be determined. And since we're talking about schools, this sounds interesting. Using a Volusia Echo grant and funds received from the American Rescue Plan Act, ARPA, City of New Smyrna Beach is helping to build at New Smyrna Beach High School a synthetic turf football field, which is projected to save 4.5 million gallons of water, as well as $30,000 in fertilizer, paint, and other cost. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Let's see what happens. Now for some upcoming meetings, I want to remind you of the Volusia Affordable Housing Advisory Committee. They meet uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, September the 13th, 5 p.m. at the Volusia Housing and Grants Office uh, on West Ridge Avenue. That's just north of the county administration building, just across the street. And then also next week, the Volusia Elected Officials Roundtable is gonna meet Monday, September the 18th, 9 a.m. Daytona International Airport. I don't have an agenda yet, but uh, those meetings are very much worthwhile. And don't forget uh, that VCARD, Volusia County Association for Responsible Development, their Building Resilience, Flooding, and Stormwater Management Seminar is gonna take place Monday, September the 25th, 8.30 till 11 a.m., also at Daytona International Airport. 
Speakers will include representatives from a thousand friends of Florida, Zev Cohen and Associates, and American Flood Coalition. And for more information, contact VCARD's Kelly Constantino at 255-0981. And by the way, put this on your calendar. The Daytona Beach Riverfront Esplanade Phase 2 Grand Opening will take place Friday, October the 6th, 5 to 8 p.m. down there on uh, South Beach Street. And this will be the new section of that park uh, from ISB South to Orange Avenue. I've seen it down there and it really looks nice. Now listen for more details in next week's podcast. We're here with our friend, Miriam Giabi, the founder and CEO of Giabi Consulting and Management. And Miriam, all the years that you've been involved with transportation engineering and all like that, you've been involved in a number of projects. One project that has a lot of people asking though these days, and that being the Little Tomoka River Bridge and the surrounding area. What can you share with us about that? Hi Jim, it's good to be with you. Um, thank you for asking that uh, question. The Tomoko River Bridge that you are talking about is on LPGA and is uh, part of the bigger project which starts from Williamson, goes west all the way to ISB. The study for the bridge in particular is proposes a 340 feet, a new bridge, the existing bridge is 250 feet. Uh, also, the bridge is going to include 12 feet wide shared lane for on both sides, which is bicycles, pedestrians, uh, and they will share those. It also includes wildlife shelving, which will be installed underneath the bridge for safe wildlife passage. So the existing bridge in a summary is two lanes and we're gonna end up to six lanes. So the proposed bridge is gonna be higher and longer. And the new bridge is designed to provide the currents on the bridge to accommodate for sea level rise. So the bridge is portion of a big project. Right now it's PD&E and design, which is preliminary design and engineering is underway. And national firm HDR is uh, working very closely with uh, myself and DOT to do the PD&E and is going for design. Great, glad to hear that. Uh, another project I know that you were very instrumental about though, and that is East ISB. What can you tell us about East ISB, where it stands now? Uh, thank you for um, recognizing 
the importance of East ISV. I work very cool, uh, closely with the coalition. The coalition includes um, uh, Representative Tom Leake, our CEO of Chamber of Commerce, Nancy Kiefer, and quite a bit of other uh, community leaders. And they have been working really hard in pursuing uh, of this project and they were able, we were able to secure funding. It's under construction and I'm hoping in, that it's going to be concluded in 2024, probably the second half, but I have to confirm any, any hurricane time or slowdown, it would slow down projects. So I don't know, I can't tell you exact date but I would say that I'm hoping for 2024 to be done. Hey, I'm all for that. But Miriam, uh, another project that uh, you're very much involved with, I mean, you're working, and that is the I-95 US-1 interchange project. What can you share with us about that? That project, the interchange, is designed or being designed as a DDI that a lot of people have experienced driving through DDI interchanges in the state of Florida. And at one point you feel like you're driving on the other side, but you're not. So, but it's, uh, we found out that it's very effective because it minimized the, the point of conflicts. So the design, the PDN is concluded and got federal approval. The design is uh, is being um, um, in the process, and they, I'm here to tell you the great news that is part of the moving Florida forward, and with the support of FDOT and our legislators and local um, governments like Mayor Partington and City Manager, I believe we can say that we got the construction funding, maybe about $350 million. Wow, good, good sum, okay. Yes, sir. Miriam, thank you ever so much for that update. We'll be back in touch with you. Thank you. And in closing, I wanna remind everybody that the U.S. debt now stands at $32.9 trillion, and that equals out to over $250,000 per taxpayer in the U.S. Now, Look for a new podcast episode to be released next week, and the views expressed on this podcast may or may not necessarily express the opinions of Jim Cameron Consulting. And for more news, check out my newsletter, which is emailed each month, first week of the month, and if you're not receiving it, call me at 566 2140 and my $1,000 guarantee still stands. And in closing, I'd like to thank today's guest, Miriam Giabi, for her transportation update. We're going to have to have her on again. And I'd also like to thank Commissioner Dana McCool for her Deltona update. 
And on that note, I want to recommend Dana's podcast, The Smoking Truth, which she does each week with our friend Eric Raimondo. They cover a lot of news and have some interesting interviews. It's a good show, so check it out. Now this is Jim Cameron saying God bless and roll tide.